Hello, and uh, welcome to Chatting Shape. It's been a long time. Uh, I wasn't even going to bother uh, doing them anymore. Uh, the last podcast I did talk quite hopefully about uh, about continuing the podcast because well, basically I really, really wanted to to keep up. I don't like giving up on anything, but I did take a very long rest there bit demotivated really i thought that i was going to cover these topics and really have the motivation to keep pushing and research stuff and organize it in my wee book and then script it and then play it out but then it turned into sort of like a, a, a project like which is nothing wrong with projects it just it felt more like a like a school test it wasn't really fun before when i had a buddy taylor uh, working with me was easier to stay motivated. It was more of a game. Uh, I did get very pent up about, like, if things didn't work out the way I wanted. You know, uh, I would have got very, like, oh, I can't find out the right thing, or I'm writing the wrong thing down, or that doesn't make sense. But uh, Taylor may have misconstrued that with me not enjoying it. But... Actually, I get very, very into things I enjoy, so the fact that I, I'm, when I was researching I wasn't like that was a sign that I wasn't keeping the interest up. But that's not important. Uh, I figured the important thing is that I uh, make a podcast now. It doesn't have to have a ton of research. And just try to do it semi-regularly because it, it's good to process thought this way just by talking out and to, to think of it and to hear basically my internal monologue to hear how whenever I'm because I work as a welder whenever I'm sitting I'm welding or I'm at work or I'm at the gym or if I'm traveling or I'm doing chores there's always thoughts running from my head uh, and vocalizing them might be a good exercise a good brain exercise and it might help me come to conclusions also I still do want to focus on topics like I did previously we focused very heavily on a certain topic and we'd research the shit out of that topic. Now uh, it's a little different. With Taylor not being there. And uh, there is going to be a quality drop on top of that. Because before I could just talk to Taylor. And he kept talking back. And go back and forth. And it was a much better environment for learning. And probably more entertaining. Uh, there's none of that. that there might not ever be in this podcast. At least for a very long time. So the podcast quality is going to drop because of that. And then on top of that, the quality is going to drop because, if you haven't noticed, this video, or sorry, podcast, didn't have any little theme tune. Uh, every other video had a theme tune that had, like, music that was involved or related somewhat to the actual topic you know like martial arts everybody was kung fu fighting you know and there was was there a song about buckfast or something when we did the buckfast and hitler that was a stupid video but it was still better than probably this one where i'm just chatting yes but the thing is i never made it because i wanted to a big viewership in fact i didn't really care too much Whenever it started to actually set off, I was thinking to myself, well, I might as well not alienate anybody by being too discriminative or, or trying to be too edgy, you know. Uh, 
but uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, one thing it uh, I tried to screen too much with the whole thing previously was I was trying to know inside jokes and those sort of jokes that uh, won't make sense to people who didn't get like me and Taylor's sense of humor. So I did. I guess I screened myself a little bit to be viewer friendly, but I don't know. I personally, uh, well, that's not a problem anyway. So we're four or five minutes into the video, or into the podcast. Podcast. Uh, I still haven't talked about the topic. I still want there to be topics, and I still want the podcast to have a reasonably similar feel but it's gonna have no tailor so no theme music and also no back and forth so the quality will be will have dropped but like i said as much as i wanted to create things that wouldn't alienate anybody or make anyone feel unwelcome to listen to the podcast i still want it to be a solid expression of myself and i want it to be a learning experience where somehow i can better whatever listener who could be bothered just listening to me now. So, uh, was a topic of blood flow. Now, this video isn't scripted, or podcast isn't scripted, because I couldn't find the motivation to sit down and script it. I researched stuff, but actually writing down stuff and trying to structure it, with no company, with just being me by myself, felt a little bit demotivated to do it. So I figured if I didn't just jump into the video, just jump straight into the podcast, that I would not, uh, I would not keep it up. So I just jumped in. I do have some information. Uh, the topic today is blood flow and what I've learned about it and my opinion. And I always like to discuss my opinion and run over facts. Right now I'll just be saying my opinion uh, and running off facts that may be out of date by now because... They're in my head, and I learned them quite a while ago. I'm talking about blood flow now. Blood flow is... It's basically, you know, it's the flow of blood through the body, and how the body and the muscles and the internal organs, the immune system, all feeds itself, all works, how it operates. It is a nutrient's highway in your body. Uh, it's... One of the most important things to keep healthy in your body. People who have heart attacks and strokes, you know, who have uh, even fucking like major health problems to do with even your immune system needs good blood flow. Everything does. Your sexual function, all that needs good blood flow. Especially if you're a dude. The sexual function part. But it is a factor for everybody. Um, blood flow is something that I've learnt can be easily corrected by simply improving the diet. Spicy food. Really delicious spicy food. If you're going to have a treat, make sure it's spicy. You know, you know, it's good to treat yourself. Rather than, you know, might as well make it spicy so it's not incredibly unhealthy. Because the spicier, the more capsaicin, the more, basically, blood flow-stimulating food you're having. I'm not exactly sure why it stimulates blood flow. It kind of eludes me entirely. 
I'd imagine it's one of those foods that kind of thins blood a little bit, which could help improve blood flow. Uh, I know it increases metabolic rate, so heart rate would increase slightly, so I would speculate that that would also be one of the major factors for increasing blood flow is your heart is working harder, becoming stronger, and also pumping more blood for the body at that moment. Um, spicy food, there's a wide variety. Basically, if it has capsaicin in it, if it has that chemical in it, then it's spicy, you know? You have uh, cayenne pepper, which is one of my favorite things because it's a very plain spicy food which you can add onto anything my preference for spicy food is if i have a pasta to fire it in but uh, m mostly uh, my favorite way and seems to be the way i get it in my body most often is through green tea i have a spiced tea i regularly have a spiced tea uh, recently i've added uh, different spices i added for a while uh, turmeric so I would have cayenne pepper and turmeric I never really worked too much with chili uh, powder even though it tastes quite good to me now I guess whenever I first started eating healthier I found it too hot even though technically it's supposed to have less capsaicin than cayenne pepper cayenne pepper is the stuff that I put in my tea most often uh, it basically does add a plain heat it's very it's not like sweet like i would say the chili powder in my opinion has a flavor a rich flavor kind of a sweet flavor uh on you know hidden behind the spice where cayenne pepper has nothing really there it's just bland plain heat which i preferred actually because it didn't upset the taste of my tea didn't upset the taste of anything so if you have something and you like it and you think i don't really want to add another flavor but you do want it to be a bit spicier my opinion cayenne pepper but enough of the spicy stuff there's other ways to increase your blood flow besides of course uh, cayenne pepper um, any food basically that is rich in magnesium i think as well because that's important for a lot of metabolic functions i believe that would also help blood health uh, from what i've learned uh, zinc is also good but i think that's more for sexual function uh, because it boosts testosterone, sperm production. So once again, more useful for men. Because most of the health stuff that I learned about is for men. Because I'm male. If you haven't noticed. I'm not one of these non-binary peoples. Although I do not judge you if you, you are. That's not what I'm talking about today. That's a different topic that I might have discussed, touched on. If I was working with Taylor. Because he's quite edgy. And he'll just say shit. And I think that'd be entertaining. Me, I'm not as edgy. I'm very afraid to offend someone, especially because I know there's no point. You know, words are easy said, but they're also easy not said. If it's a mistake, you should forgive, but I know what I'm saying. I, if I make a mistake, I'll apologize, but I don't mean to offend anybody. But, yeah. I'm a male. I'm a male guy. I identify as that, and because of that, I have certain. Every male should, I think, have anxieties. Am I am I strong enough? Am I masculine enough? Everyone comes to that stage. The blood flow became one of the many topics that I discussed with and with Taylor, and and one of the many topics that I researched and I looked up a lot. And it plays a major part and the function of your body hormonally as well as physically sexually and recovery wise 
it's one of the most important things to focus on and probably I should focus on way way fucking more uh, so yeah magnesium uh, zinc I'm sure there's other minerals uh, what else I can't think right now I think my brain keeps going to minerals vitamins and, and like lactic acid not lactic acid but folic acid things like that for fertility but that's not really what we're talking about today we're talking about blood flow uh, I do know a few foods that are incredible for blood flow. Uh, watermelon. It's not spicy at all, so we're kind of off the topic of spicy right now. But watermelon. So we got anything spicy. Literally fucking anything spicy, boom, will improve your your blood flow. Uh, then you got watermelon. Even dark chocolate because it has, like, it's really rich in antioxidants. Antioxidants is good for you like that and it's full of magnesium and shit like that and i think the magnesium's good for the blood flow as well i could be wrong about this this isn't scripted you see this is what i want to avoid i like to talk about facts but point is there's a lot of foods out there that you can eat and foods seem to be the main way to get improved blood flow now there's exercises that you can do as well but we'll talk about that later so spicy food watermelon and dark chocolate. Those are three things that you can eat. And you can eat watermelon lots of different ways. You can slice it up. Uh, dark chocolate, you can add that as a treat to anything to make it taste nicer. And it, uh, as far as I know, look, I'd be wrong about the dark chocolate. See, I like to research things beforehand. I should have before this, but I felt demotivated, as you know, because I discussed it at length at the start. Feeling a bit demotivated, just jumped into this. So, dark chocolate could be maybe don't quote me on the dark chocolate but i think dark chocolate what else good for blood flow i think bananas because potassium's good for your blood and potassium's also good for immune system it's also good for your hormones so yeah bananas are just fucking superfood so bananas what else vitamin c i believe is good for your blood flow in fact i know it is i know it's good for your blood flow because uh, uh, I've watched a lot of videos at length discussing why vitamin C is good for your blood flow. So, and you know where most people should know that you can get vitamin C from oranges. Uh, but basically any fruit has vitamin C, just, you know, in varying quantities. Oranges would be one of the more popular ones because it's quite high in vitamin C. But there are vegetables and fruit that are higher in vitamin C. Carrots are actually higher in vitamin C than oranges as far as I know. And there's more exotic foods from like uh, South Africa or South America, sorry, that uh, are higher, richer in uh, vitamin C apparently than oranges. But yeah, uh, any citrus food actually is normally quite high in vitamin C. And then citrus is good for blood flow as well. Uh, just in general, not just because of vitamin C, because of the, the way that the acids formed or something, it's supposed to be good for blood flow. What else is good for blood flow? Garlic. Ah, garlic. Even onions and things like that. Anything related to the garlic sort of family. Anything related to that kind of branch of vegetable. Or, well, really, tuber, I would have believed. Wouldn't they? David, tuber. See, vegetables is a topic as well. Because technically, vegetables like it can't be the, uh, the, like the, 
ovary of the plant. It can't be the fertile part of the plant because that's technically fruit. So that's why tomatoes are actually technically fruits. Things like that. Uh, squash and fucking pumpkins are fruit. Did you know that? Yeah, they're a fruit. And then potatoes and everything related to potatoes, including carrots, sweet potatoes, fucking things like that. They're all tubers because they're roots. That's an interesting one. So, uh, I can't really put my finger on if, uh, what the hell garlic is. <laughs> but, uh, that family, whatever the hell it's called, which eludes me now, and I might research it after this podcast. That family of plants seems to be very, 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 very good for blood flow, especially garlic. And, uh, and there are many different types of garlic, but I'm not sure which one is the best garlic. But uh, just take your pick. What's your favorite? There's some that uh, there's some branches of the garlic family that are a little stronger than others. So uh, garlic and vitamin C, super good. I actually would get a lot of. I would take supplements, so I'd have a little bit of garlic powder capsule, and then I would have a vitamin C capsule, and. I take that every morning, at least I used to. I'm sort of changing up the way I supplement now. But I'll talk about that at a different time. And there is a... There's vitamin C and there's garlic. You can take those two and it's super effective. Just those two alone. If you ate a little... Like, not a clove, a little... uh, no, it is a clove because a bulb's a whole thing. I take, not every night, but every other night, a little clove of garlic. I cut it up, put a bit of honey on it. I believe honey's good for the blood, but don't quote me on that one as well. Because it's full of zinc, and then I'm I'm back to the other minerals, and I'm thinking, wait, are these minerals good for blood flow? I don't know. But, uh, basically... I would take a little bit of garlic and I would take that after the gym because I used to take that before the gym and stunk the place out and it was rather embarrassing, especially if you do a fart. Don't do a fart after eating garlic in the gym, you'll just fucking embarrass yourself. So I would have had it after. No, it's all about timing because I have my gym sessions a bit late sometimes and if you eat garlic before bed the blood flow isn't the only thing that increases it also will uh, increase your metabolic rate and then that's miserable because it actually upsets your circadian rhythm of your sleep i believe it upsets your sleeping pattern uh, the length of time it takes you to get into REM sleep i think it reduces quality of sleep personally from my own experience i have nothing to base that off except well, my own personal experience really but uh what else? Um, those two things. Then I talked about the chocolate being good for the blood flow because of the minerals in it. And then spicy food. So that's the foods that I can label and the sort of branches and families. So spicy, anything nutrients-dense with minerals. Uh, vitamin C, anything with vitamin C, anything citrus, and anything that is got garlic in it. Because those things are very... Or related to garlic, like onions and things like that. Those things are very potent. Very powerful, nutritious ways of improving blood flow. And all of those things that I mentioned 
are very powerful medicines, and they are medicines that will improve your body's ability to flow properly, to feed itself and to heal. And it's also fantastically good for the immune system and for your hormones. These things are super, super, super necessary. And oftentimes they taste really good. You know, clove of garlic with honey on it, I do that. Uh, it's not always good, but I've grown to actually like it. <laughs> I can't smell garlic anymore because I do that. I don't know if I'm just, because I'm so desensitized, I barely taste it. But, what else? Uh, well, besides food, there's temperature. Temperature is one thing that I would explore a lot of. Now, people say that cold showers, cold baths, ice baths, and cold temperatures will improve blood flow because your body has to work harder. But seeing that it causes the capillaries in your body, especially the capillaries in all uh, blood flow, basically should slow down technically because the capillaries contract and get smaller. They do this because that's what the cold does. That they basically happen to prioritize blood flow to the internal organs and then the extremities, they get colder because they're being sort of put under pressure. That The body goes and starts to contract and that's just how cells naturally react to the cold they contract you know and that will cause a decrease in blood flow so cold shocks however make the blood go faster your heart pump faster and work harder so that overall in general can make your blood flow better as well as make it not as sensitive to the cold you in general so that could help with blood flow there's a lot of people Say a lot of studies say that that it's good for you to have cold showers to get the improved blood flow. I'm not a hundred percent swayed on that. I think there is a limit that the blood flow will actually uh, begin to decrease. That you'll have uh, a far lower quality of blood flow from too much cold exposure. But I do believe that too much heat as well. Um, isn't good for you because it decreases fertility, uh, decreases testosterone levels, and it decreases uh, well-being. And also having too warm a shower before bed can sort of mess up with your sleep as well. If you have a kind of lukewarm to kind of cold shower before bed or something like that, that is a great way to get some good shut eye because you're a little colder so you get in the bed and it's a bit warm and then you sort of drift off a little easier so that's a good way for getting better sleep is uh is just basically uh cold or sort of lukewarm showers rather than hot personally i what i do before like every shower virtually is i would have sort of lukewarm to warm and I would make it very very cold sometimes gradually normally very quickly very sharply make it very very cold and ex basically torture myself a little bit with cold exposure for the health benefits for the hormonal benefits and for that shock that might be good for the blood flow uh, still a bit on debate and then afterwards oh might be dinner time I think it might be. This podcast was longer than I thought. But just basically, generally afterwards, uh, 
I would have a warm shower. So we have food and we have showers and temperature shock. Those are the two major ways to improve blood flow that I've talked about. And just before I go, I'm going to mention the third one, and that's exercise. Exercise will make that heart pump better, make it stronger, and that will improve blood flow and hormones and everything else on top. So if you focus on these three areas, you won't be just improving blood flow, but improving other things as well. So that's my uh, podcast on blood flow. I'll be doing podcasts, try to do them more regularly. This is fun. Uh, it's nice to make something, to feel like I'm creating something, especially something that could be of value to other people. Uh, also, it's totally made me have to think about what the fuck I have been thinking about. You know what I mean? Like, it's me screening what I think. Me understanding myself through talking to you. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for helping me get better. And just good luck.